0: All right, everybody. Welcome. I wanted to do another video on social media challenge because we, although this, this has been around for a long time, I still think that a lot of what happens on social media, people still don't understand the dy- dynamic behind it. And there's still a lot that can be done, right? We, we still fall prey to what we've been taught, right? And what we've been taught and what we've been told is whatever's popular is the way to go right and you guys have to understand particular things the main differentiation you need to make in your mind immediately when it comes to social media is the rules that most people play by are not the rules that people are going to win with or that you're going to win with all right as an example right now everybody's on the quest to get more followers right get more likes and more comments that doesn't necessarily mean anything because simultaneously we live in an era where people pay for followers okay that um As an example, the fake account floating around of me, two layers are happening at the same time. One, because they bought 16,000 followers, some people actually think it's me, which is stupid. I have more followers if they look, but the perception of that number initially can get people to even be like, oh, maybe it is him. All right. But what you need to look is closer. Person has 16,000 followers. You go to the profile. If you look at a video and it has five views, that tells you, okay, they bought followers. You have to make sure that all this stuff lines up. Okay. But the rules that people are playing by are not the rules that we're going to win by. Right. This is what I mean. I would much rather have 5,000 followers and 5,000 followers who actually engage, 5,000 followers who if I sell something, they buy. Customers who reach out to me, people who feel comfortable with me, right? So a lot of the focus is going to be on that. We're running into something now where, from the outside looking in, because I've been so censored, a lot of people are suddenly running away from me, claiming that maybe I'm not as, um, you know, credible now because oh, I'm not getting the engagement anymore, and this other person might be getting engagement. Like I don't follow the ecosystem of YouTube and who else is creating content, whether it's this genre or another one. So I don't know, right? But that could be the case to a lot of people. Now in that equation, what has changed? Nothing. I get censored. The information is still the same. We're going, we're moving forward. Nothing has changed except for that, right? So the people who still continue to look or take the extra effort or somehow can still follow me and really pay attention are still engaging and doing what I do because you need to look at the, the end of the tunnel, right? Right now, I, with social media, as an example, I run a coaching program and do a lot that I've built all organically without paying for ads. And there's people who have been running ads for years who still don't have the downline that I have at eXp, still can't even touch me in regards to the size and the depth of my coaching program. I have people messaging me all the time on how I run it, how I keep it going. The people who have visited at the event say, wow, how do you do this? Okay, That's what I'm looking at. And that's what I'm focused on. And that's what we're going to focus on in this challenge. It's not about the glitz, the glam, all the following and all that. Because if you're coming to this challenge thinking that way, I want to rattle that for a second. Okay. You don't need to have viral videos and all that other bullshit and these stupid fucking reels where people are dancing around to get attention. All right. I understand one strategy is going after current events and using it, right? We get that. And we're going to cover that, of course. But I want everybody to approach this thing with the right, pair of glasses on, if we're going to use an example like that, right? Because I've navigated social media differently than most people, and it's resulted in very, very powerful results, all right? So first things first, uh, before we get into some of the stuff that I want to talk about today. Today might be a little bit shorter, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday will probably be about an hour long from 12 to 1. I'm just letting you know. Number one, I want everybody to get a partner. Those of you who are part of my real estate team, Partner with somebody outside of the team. Okay. Um, If you guys have somebody who's outside of your area, partner with them. Right. Don't, uh, I would shy away from partnering with the same people or somebody close to you out of convenience. Pick somebody who you don't know. Okay. You don't have to do it now. Do it in the group later. Number two, I want everybody to do an intro video, 30 seconds or less. Your name, where you're from, and why you joined the challenge. Number two, I want everybody to post at least one video on their social media every day. And I want you to also take that video and post it in the group as accountability so everybody can see. Okay, it doesn't matter what you talk about. It doesn't matter how long it is. A story doesn't count. It has to be an actual video on your feed. All right. Every single day, starting today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now, the partner that you pick after the challenge, I want you for an additional week after that to keep in contact with them minimum and continue this posting every day. And we won't even have to do the weekends. I just want you to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Because at the end of these two weeks, this week and then the next week after the challenge is over, if you stick to that, the the process, the habitual process of you doing it will become automatic after that, all right? And we get so caught up in other stuff and details that are insignificant that we fail to apply some of these basic principles. The main reason I've been able to get to where I'm at today and sustain it is what I just described to you. That's the number one pillar is I post every fucking day, no matter what. Unless I specifically say, I'm going to take a week off from social media, I'm going to go on a trip, right? And I literally tell you, I will post every day because What people fail to to connect when it comes to social media and and what we post and this ecosystem, this online ecosystem is what drives us is present in social media, meaning human behavior, all right? Our emotions, how we're wired, how we perceive things. So as an example, if you look at communication, because that's what this is, it's communicating to you. That's all it is. You're watching videos, but that's communicating to you. That's it. So, you're communicating something to people all the time, whether you realize it or not, right? Stop, man. Get out of here. So, what you need to realize is, okay, this is a communication outlet. What am I communicating? Now, everything you do or don't do is communicating. So, you've heard me say this before. If I do not post, my rhythm in posting breaks, what happens? People start wondering what's going on, and the automatic assumption 99 out of 100 times is negative. Right? The same person that you talk to every day that comes by your house, your neighbor, whoever it is, you get in the habit of communicating with them and you get in this pattern. When that pattern is broken, in this case, what happens? You wonder, oh, where's the, you know, where's the neighbor? What happened to them? Are they gone? Are they sick? You'll think something is up and almost always you'll default to something negative. Right? It's the same thing with social media. So if I make the commitment and you come to my YouTube or my Instagram and I say, I post every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday without fail, and I've been doing that for months and suddenly I disappear for a week, you're going to think something is up. When somebody comes to your profile, your YouTube, your Instagram, your Facebook, or they Google you, and any result is at least three months, six months, a year old, they go to your profile. The last post you had on Instagram was a month ago. You think that makes them feel more comfortable? about reaching out to you in in regards to your services. Even if you're posting stories and they see it, it doesn't matter. You need to have actual posts. See, so I'm talking about the battle even before you you actually do anything or focus on the content. I'm just talking from the outside in looking in, right? That's, That's what I'm focused on. So I want to win that battle as much as possible before we even get into this whole, what are we going to post? What are we going to say? How long, right? Those are details that you need to worry about later. The first item right now is to post every day. So what I would recommend you guys do is homework. And I'm not going to check on this. I'm just giving it to you is you need to take a look at what you're doing right now. Uh, Again, whether you're in real estate or not and say, okay, I need to get serious about, you know, posting on social media. Now people are going to ask what post on everything. If I make a video, right. I can post it on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. So you can make that one video on your phone and post it to all take the time once a day where you sit there and you upload them all. That'll take you five or 10 minutes max. Okay. With YouTube, you have the convenience of being able to post and have it post tomorrow and you can schedule it. I think you can do the same thing on Instagram when you save a draft, then you can log on and post it, right? I'm not too tech savvy with all that stuff, but pick a time when you're gonna post, okay? And now again, another question. When's the best time to post? Forget that shit. Forget that shit, because I would rather you post consistently at technically the worst times every day than half-ass post on and off the best time of the day. It's stupid. Those are metrics that you need to worry about when you handle the fundamentals, which is posting every day, right? And and having content that you're going to post, scheduling it and having all that in order. Then we can have a discussion about all the little details, right? Because if you come to me and you ask me, when's the best time to post? And I say, okay, how many pieces of content do you have ready? And you tell me zero, I'm going to say, then why are you asking that question? You don't even have anything to post, right? So that's the first one. Okay. Very foundational, very basic. We all know it yet. Nobody does it. When I look around, I don't see anybody standing next to me. That's been doing it as long as me, as consistently as me. Right. Or they change and they do weird stuff. Okay. This is a, a another piece that I want to add here that really it blows my mind and, and people notice this stuff, right? I'm going to talk a little bit about your character and your reputation for a couple of minutes, because this is what's going to separate you from everybody else, all right? When people look from the outside, a lot of assumptions are made about you, okay? Now, the longer you're in the game, the more people pay attention to your congruency, okay? So, let's say somebody's going to reach out to you or potentially do business with you. They're watching you from a distance. They might not engage. They might not like your stuff, but they're watching, How many people have I gotten DMing me about that fake account? They don't even follow me. I almost want to message them and be like, why the fuck do you care? You don't even follow me, dude. What's the point? Right. But a lot of messages like that. Okay. So those are the people that are looking over the fence like this. Looking, watching. They may do business with you in the future. They may not. Okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But when I talked about this character thing and the congruency, I see this a lot. Okay. I see this a lot. And this is where you need to check yourself. And this is what screws over longevity. Somebody starts posting. Let's say somebody starts getting a little bit of a reputation or they start building a following. And now their name, we can say, has a little bit of weight. If we put it on the scale, it starts to tip the scale a little bit. So they have maybe a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand followers. When people bring up, you know, sales or real estate, maybe they'll mention, oh, the new guy, so and so, right? this is what happens. You start, you have a way of being, maybe you study three people, you love them, you reach out to them, you study with them. This is what I see people do. They start getting a little bit of a reputation and growing and momentum. Now they've hit a crossroads. You hit a crossroads where what's expected of you and that image and who you are as an individual. And they feel like they have to choose. So it's like, Hey, I'm getting attention now. So for me to make more money and do all this shit, they have, they, they have a, a crossroads. Am I going to sell out and do and, and play that image in person, right? Or am I going to keep doing what I'm doing, accentuating what makes me different, doing it the way that I want to do it, and doing it the right way? Because this is the right way. This is the wrong way if we're going to give this example. So what are some, what are some things, okay? Th- these are some things that I see perceptually from social media. That same person who studied those people will unfollow them, not give them credit, not paying attention to them anymore, claim that they're the self-made fucking guru, right, which I've seen a million fucking times, right? They'll start buying followers. They'll make sure that every fucking photo and every fucking post is that, I'm gonna stand in front of the fucking Lambo, the, the perfect pose, making the call. They literally become a cookie cutter example of everybody else. That's when you start losing, in my eyes, right? And in most people's eyes, because when you do that, not only are you violating some of the basic principles of individuality, but everybody deep down inside, when they look at you, they know that's not how you are. Now, I can ask you, you guys don't have to answer it. If I ended up doing that, wouldn't a lot of you walk away? I guarantee you, you would. Because then you're like, oh, he's sold out. He's just like everybody else, right? The thing is, is you believe that if you choose this route of individuality, when it comes to social media and your character and what you show, that it's going to be harder or, oh man, I'm going to lose. No, it's not. It's actually the right way. You'll grow in quotes a little bit slower for sure, but you'll have a power that these people don't have. Okay. Even with my limited reach, what I can do organically, these people over here, even if they have a bigger following, can't touch me. I've had conversations with people who have millions of followers and have to spend over six figures a month in ads to keep 800 to a thousand people in a subscription program. I have almost 400 and I don't spend a penny at the same price. Okay. And I have 40,000 Instagram followers, 190,000 YouTube subscribers, and I don't even use that channel anymore. And this is organic. They have ads and and these complicated follow-up systems that they showed me. And I said, yo, if I had that, I'd be making a hundred times what you make, bro. You need to get your shit together. But it's because of this. They play that cookie cutter. I'm this guy. I do this. I'm the man. Right. And I've seen it, right? They'll they'll go from following 5,000 people to suddenly 50. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? You're just going to remove your followers and think no one's going to notice. Like, why do you do that? See, that's where ego comes in and this whole thing. Now, what happens there internally for you too, and this is what breaks people, is you create this fake persona and identity that you have to hold on to. Now, literally everything you do becomes a lie. Okay. I'm, I'm focusing this for the core. This is what will keep you from that trap of feeling so attacked and taking things personal on social media, being so worried about, about what people say and all this other crap that people deal with. I don't deal with any of that. I laugh and it doesn't affect me. This is what will cause people to disappear, suddenly change. And you're like, what the hell is going on with this person? It's because they're caught up in that thing. You never want to fall into this. And if you do feel yourself falling into it, take a step back and go this way. What I never lost in the process of doing this was me. And I embraced everything that changed. Okay, If I followed this route, I would never have gotten the tattoos that I've gotten, grown my hair out, worn earrings like this. Like I did a reel earlier today with these earrings. And these aren't plugs. These go in like regular earrings. And I'm getting more messages about that than what I'm talking about in the video because I know that that gets engagement and it does its thing. And I knew it when I posted it. I said, again, I already know 80% of the messages are going to be about my my fucking earrings and asking me if I got like the the plugs. Because I I understand the mind, right? We're visual creatures too. They're listening to me, but they're looking and they're like, oh, right? The attention points, it goes to here, the necklaces, right? The hair, because I have a fucking bun now. People are... Like this, instead of listening, we're very distracted, right? So some of the things that make you different, I'm going to invite you now as a homework assignment. When you guys produce video or you post content, there's got to be one or two things that are uniquely your own that you need to constantly have in your pictures or in your videos, What is it going to be for you? Is it the special mug that you always have that you drink out of in your videos? Is it a poster in the background, right? For a while on my YouTube, it was that Spartan helmet that I have back there. People love that thing. And it was cool. And I always put it where I would sit in those old videos in my big house. You would see it like over my shoulder. That was iconic for me. And that was one thing that I put on purpose that I loved. And you would see it in that. That would be my screenshot for every video. You would see it right here. Right is it a particular suit that you like to wear, right? That's another thing with me too, is if you watch like a property tour video or anything with real estate, you know, I'm gonna be wearing some crazy suit, like an orange suit, a green suit, the gray one with the blood on it. Like you can expect that from me, right? Because people need to know when they come to you, once they start coming regularly, there's something I'm gonna get from this person, okay? Because what's tied to that point that a lot of people miss, and if you've been following me for a while, you've heard it, There's got to be an entertainment factor to you. Any media, this is called social media. Any media has entertainment. right? As an example, I'm assuming most of you, like me on this, you don't really watch news because it's sensationalized, it's negative, right? But guess what? That's entertainment to the masses. They can't wait to glue their eyes to the TV and listen to whatever newscaster is saying at... 9am, 5pm or whatever it is. Like a lot of my family, they're glued to the fucking TV set watching news. It's sad. That's entertainment for them. They'll tell you, oh no, this is the news. We need to know what's going on. Bullshit, dude. Listen to the stories. It's not fucking news. It's crap. But that's entertainment for them. Shut it off and watch how they're like, they can't even survive. They need the stimulus. Entertainment stimulates you. This is why a lot of people fail on social media. There's nothing entertaining about them or what they do. You're either, most people coming into my channel, my Instagram, my Facebook, you're either going to fall into the, I really like this guy or love this guy category, or I really dislike him. There's not going to be an in-between. Very rarely have I ever met somebody who's just like, eh, about me. It's either, oh, he's really cool or fuck this guy. It's normally one of those two, right? Which I'm cool with. Okay? Now, I come from the understanding, this is the difference, of, okay, I understand that dynamic. What does that mean? That means either way, I'm stimulating somebody at their core, and I'm hitting them emotionally. Either one is okay. Why? Your attention is on me. You're talking about me. You're focused on me. The other one means when somebody surveys a room, listens to people, makes an examination of their surroundings, that person just blends in. You don't want to do that by virtue of that the one who blends in are they going to stand out are they going to get people's attention are they going to win when they're talking right to customers no they're going to sound and be like everybody else so that person runs into the issue of they take it personal well i don't want to what do they say i don't want to disturb anybody i don't want to offend anybody i don't want to ruffle any feathers i don't want to i don't want to be too much this and that right they fall into that societal shit well Again, when you get spit out of school, like high school, middle school, college, you're taught to conform and be a good little student and blend in. Well, now you come to social media and guess what? You need to do the opposite. Same thing with the real world. Now you're, you're faced with the interviewer at your first job and they're like, well, what makes you different? And you're like, shit, I look like everybody else. I sound like everybody else. I have the same degree everybody else has. What are you going to bring to the table that's different? So for most people, that's when they get slapped in the face with reality. So now let's take that example into social media. Now, by virtue of you taking a different path, it's going to come with a lot of internal and external resistance, which is the fight here. I want to help you as much as possible internally. So you're good. Why? You can control that. You can change that externally. You're never going to change that because by virtue of you being an individual, the group, the collective will always point the finger at you or be fixated on you. And you have to learn to become okay with that. I want motherfuckers coming to my profile and talking shit or giving me praise. I'm good with either one, which is lesson number one with this. You need to treat both equally in your own mind. I love what you're doing. Like I see Roberto right there, right? Hey man, I love what you're doing. Or I don't like you, man. You need to be okay with either one. Meaning how you respond to it in here is the same. So I would say thank you to both. Thank you. Thank you. I don't care. Not a big deal. Now, for a lot of people, that internal process takes time because it sounds good to listen here. But when you get that first or second or third or group of haters coming to you, like I get all the time, they'll send like, you know, the, the media will send like 10 little robots to come after me, right? These little kids. And I just have fun with them sometimes. I go back and forth. Now, in the beginning, I wouldn't recommend you go back and forth with them, but you need to learn to. I have 10 haters. I'm also going to get 10 supporters. And it's just, it's a wave of everything. It's like, if you looked out into a crowd and all the the people who loved you were wearing pink and all the people who hated you were wearing blue, it's just a crowd of all of it. You're going to see all of it. Imagine if you're talking to the crowd and you're only talking to the people in the blue and ignoring the people in the pink, you're going to have a very weird event, right? That's, that's a weird lecture speech. So I'm giving you a visual representation of kind of how I see this thing. And I'm speaking to everybody, regardless if people are booing out there or clapping. Right. So more than anything here, how I process that speech internally is everything. What happens externally is outside of my control. OK, so you need to take a look at some of these things because, um, the metrics that you look at on social media sometimes don't match the correct actions, especially now, you know, if you're like me and you're a little bit more outspoken and you don't really hold back, you're going to be penalized for it. So that's a decision that all of you need to make. And I'm going to say that first and foremost on this challenge, I'm okay. You might hear me say that it's wrong because it is about all the censorship crap. However, I'm okay that it happened. Why? I would much rather speak my mind and be punished in quotes and not say anything and be eaten alive internally, right? I'm the type of person that if I wouldn't be the way that I am just openly, I would be suffering mentally like most people. Why? Because it goes against my code. It goes against my morals, my beliefs, and my values as a human being, okay? And whenever you're in conflict like that, which social media will create for a lot of people, you start to suffer. This is why people feel like, oh, I need to get off social media. Oh, I can't post. Oh, I can't say this. I can't do that. There's a conflict there. There being one person here, there being another person here, and you can't do that. As much as possible, this needs to be the same. All right? And I can ask you guys here, again, you don't have to answer out loud. For those of you who have met me in person, were you like, oh shit, he's way different on video than he is in person? I don't have, I've never heard anybody say that ever. Now I've been to a lot of events with influencers and stuff like that. And I just laugh. You see people, the moment the camera turns on, you see them change. Again, you want to not do that. You want to be the person that whether the camera's rolling or not, you're doing the same thing. You're speaking the same way. You're being the same way. Congruence through and through right now when we do social media it's not this fucking preparation oh i need my lights and my makeup and i need the perfect angle and do that so i need to clean up the background and this and that you might have a shirt that you throw on or something but it's not this grand preparation to now create something i want to be able to just seamlessly go from living to putting something on social media to back to living i don't want to make it this separate affair where i have to schedule six hours every day to prepare and then do a social media post right Now, as we get deeper into this week, into the technical aspect of what we're going to do, these are the things that you want to tie together. I want to, as close as possible for everybody, make social media and what you post just an extension of who you are and what you're doing. So it doesn't feel like it's a hard task. So it doesn't seem like it's an extra job now that you're taking. It's just you basically saying, hey, come join me for a second right? Like me always posting the sun rising and setting, right? I sun gaze. I do that all the time. So I might be out there for 10 or 15 minutes doing other stuff or looking at the sun. I'll give you guys five seconds of it. I don't have to be like, oh shit, I need to go get my camera and find the perfect angle. I'm just standing there. And after a couple of minutes, I'll just grab my phone and record and then put it away. It's not a special thing. Same thing when I walk into the office now, Right, when I turn on that Team BC light, I'll just get a little clip of it. I do that regardless if I get the clip or not. Right? And that's the type of stuff that normally gets more reactions or hearts than the prepared video. Like, hey, I'm going to talk to you today about blah, blah, blah. Because they are little pieces that I really, really like. Like, that would seem insignificant to somebody. You get what I'm saying? Walking into a room and just turning on lights. I turn on our front light in the office, and then immediately I'll turn on the Team BC light and the one over the whiteboard. The world is yours, the Scarface one, right? I'll turn it on. Those, that to me is cool because I remember a time not having money. And by the way, I'm giving you content ideas right now, right? I remember not having money and not being able to have those things and thinking, man, I wish I had money to decorate this place like I wanted to. Now it's different. Now when I'm in there, it's cool. All the art that I want, I've literally built up the offices how I want. I have other people before they knew me at my complex, they would walk by and be like, oh dude, do you like sell art here? Because my walls are just covered with different pieces. And there's so much interest around my office from the other offices. I've met probably four or five of my neighbors that way. They would just be walking by and they're like, oh man, this place looks fucking dope. Like, what? do you guys sell art? And they would just start talking to me. And all it is, is I'm decorating it the way that I want. Because when you look at a traditional business person, like a real estate person, they wouldn't fucking decorate the office like I did. But that in itself attracts attention. And guess what? It opened conversations that otherwise wouldn't be open. Why? If I look like every other fucking business office there, they would have just walked by because I would have been unit number 15 or 16, right? So now when I show it, it captures something different. Even people walking by can't fucking deny it. But again, I'm not doing it for the attention. Let's be clear. I'm not like, hey guys, watch me put all this shit up so people come by and talk to us. No, it's literally who I am, what I'm about and what I appreciate. So if people ask me questions about it and I talk to them about it, they can tell that I didn't just put it up for attention. So, even these little things like turning on the lights, right, and doing the sun, there's a story behind it too. So, when I make a post, when I make a story, in particular videos that you're doing or pictures or stuff on Facebook, right, if you're gonna put a picture, you know, and and you wanna get in the habit of becoming a better kind of social media experience creator, because that's really what it is, work on that. I would give that to you guys as homework too. In addition to the posts that you're doing, right? I want you to do it at least three times in the next week. And three times the week after that, make one post on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. That's a picture instead of a video, or it could be a video too. But in the description, that video, like if I was to do the one of turning on the light, give the reason behind why you do it or why that's significant to you. Right? This opens a door for people to connect with you. Why? You're revealing a piece of yourself to people. This is why when I meet people, a lot of them tell me, I feel like I really already know you well. Well, I've given the world so much about me, what I like, what I appreciate, what I don't like, what I believe in, that it's very easy for people to connect with me even before they meet with me because they've been listening to me and they do actually know a lot about me. Now that gives them the comfort to share a lot with you too. Well, guess what? If you guys are in the habit of doing this and you give off this, this impression to people, when you meet with a customer... They're going to be a lot more open and comfortable with you because they already know so much about you and it's okay for them not to like something about you. That's okay. Because if that's ever brought up, oh, I didn't agree with this. Well, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that's one of the reasons I say it. I'm very transparent with people. You can appreciate that, right? Or I can go into a story about how people are so fake. I'm sure you found out stuff about people and they were hiding it from you for a long time, right? well, there's no fakeness with me. Now you know. And see, at the end of the day, that stuff doesn't matter. And particularly for the ones of you that are in sales, because people are hiring you based on your proficiency and expertise and what you do, not for personal beliefs. You know how many people I've signed contracts with that at the core and different things disagree with me wholeheartedly, but it doesn't matter. That's not the the core of it, right? That falls into, into the societal thing where society will say, it's not how good you are or how brilliant you are. Oh, if we don't like you as a person, fuck you. That's society. If I suddenly, I don't know, um, I see Seth right here up here too, right? In his video. Let's say Seth was brilliant inventor, right? What, is the, what would the media do or what would I do if I wanted to take all attention off of him? I would just say that as a person, he's a piece of shit. And I don't even know Seth that well. But if I was to convince people that, even if he's brilliant, and you need to understand this, right? Because this is how people attack you. This, this is society. They'll completely ignore him now. Why? Oh, I don't like him. It's like, dude, fuck if you like him or not. He's he's brilliant. Yeah, It happens in politics, right? It's a typical media political thing, right? And, and people are so basic in the way that they respond and analyze and perceive the world and exist. Again, partly by the media and how we're brought up and all the influences around us, that what I just told to you happens. And people will try to do it to you, too. But this is where you can come out, too, and talk about the the other part of it. Like I just said, I'm not hiding it from you. The average person will show you the best version of them or the most generic or general version of them. I give it to you how it is because isn't honesty and transparency lost in today's world out of fear or whatever it is. So now you turn that into like a, not only a teaching point, but something that people can appreciate. And guess what? The people who do leave, who are like, Oh, I don't like him or her. The other people are going to agree with you and be that much closer to you. Cause this is what happens when you, when you draw a clear divide and a line in the sand about who you are and what you represent and what your brand is and what it's not. The people who do vibe with you are that much closer to you and loyal. If you try to play the, I'm going to love and get along with everybody game, you'll have maybe in numbers and raw numbers, maybe a little bit more support, but they're on the fence and they don't, they're not standing next to you is what I'm saying. They're not like I ride with this person. I want to ride or die client or fan or student. I don't want to, eh, right? Because in the moment you slip up or something happens or you say something, it's done. They're like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit, fuck him. And they're gone. It, it, it's crazy. But you need to be okay with that, right? Because again, it's the road less traveled, but overall it equals so much more substance for you as a brand. I know people who sell expensive stuff Through social media and YouTube, they don't have that many followers and they're making a lot of money. They have, you know, 2000 Instagram followers, 2000 on YouTube, and they sell a five or $10,000 item and they're selling and they're making money. But you would look from the outside, the average person, oh, he doesn't have any followers. He's broke because they focus on the right things. So that's that's the filter you need to put on a lot of this stuff, guys. And I I know I'm giving you a lot of uh, conceptual stuff and 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 stuff that is human behavior related and, and, and everything, but it's a filter you need to pass everything through later this week when we're going over technical stuff, right? Because you're always going to have that clash initially, mentally, until you've really handled this of what you think you're supposed to do and what you really want to do, All right? What that needs to change to is what do I want to do and how can I use technique and what I know to maximize it? That's the proper conversation that has to be had and connection not this battle of, again, what, like and what that is, is other people's advice, right? Let's say one of you got into real estate and then you have your family giving you advice who has zero affiliation to real estate, zero understanding of real estate. And it's like, but well, you're like, oh, well, it's my cousin. It's my mom and my dad. They're older than me. I'm supposed to listen to them. And like a dummy, you sit there and listen to them and you take them serious, which is wrong. I've My parents stopped giving me advice about real estate and that kind of stuff. And if they ever catch themselves doing it, they laugh and they stop because I've already schooled them on this, not in a disrespectful way, but I'm like, yo, that's like me giving you guys parenting advice when I've never been a parent. Stupid, right? It's dumb. I might be able to give my opinion on something, but I would have to state it as such. I can't speak from a position of fact because I'm not a parent. It's just theory right now. I don't have kids. So if they gave me parenting advice, again, whether I agree with it or not, I can at least listen to them and say, okay, at least this is a parent giving me advice. Then you can look further and say, are they great parents? Are they bad parents? Right. Then you can look at it a little bit deeper, but at least you're speaking from a position of, okay, they're in it. Just like if another realtor talks to you, well, okay, you're a realtor, but if you sold one house in the last 10 years, yeah, I'm definitely not going to take your advice, but thank you. Right. Right. Um, So you guys have your assignments. I'm definitely going to cover storytelling more this week as well, because I think that that's going to be big, uh, being able to do it short and long ways. And what I would recommend you guys do is if any of you are brand new to social media, even if you've been doing it, if you've never done a video explaining why you got into whatever it is that you do, real estate the story behind it, why you started documenting what you do on social media, why you decided to you know, take the step, I recommend you do an introduction video like that and post that as like a first video. And again, if you've been doing social media, just do it anyway and say, you know what? I never really got into the story about why I started this. Let me share it. Right. And it can be a 10 minute, 20 minute, 30 minute video. It doesn't matter. Just make sure it's not some fucking scripted, you know, news anchor shit like most people do right? Even if it's an incredible story of you overcoming odds, right? That, that's also like buzzwords and, and, and the typical cliche story, like I was broke and now I'm a millionaire, right? If you're going to say that and that actually happened to you, make it a real story. Don't just make it a canned script like everybody else. You know, I've, I've heard that shit a million times and I can tell right away who's being genuine and who isn't. And I'm sure you guys can too, because you've been watching stuff on YouTube and social media for probably five, 10 years now, right? You're going to have to go back in the recording, Ramon. I've given a lot of uh, little pieces and homework. I can't remember all of it. One was your intro video. Uh, number two was to get a partner, right? Number three was you need to post once a day, minimum, like a video on your social medias, all of them. And you have to post a copy of that video into the group. That way everybody knows and we hold you accountable. Um, and I think I gave one more other thing, which you guys will have to go back in the recording because I can't remember right now what it was. Um, yeah, that was one other thing which you guys will have to just watch the and continue one week after the party. Yeah, but there was something else I think that I said that I'm not remembering right now. It's all right. Um, other than that, I will start wrapping it up. I really, I would urge all of you, even if this isn't a good time. Yeah, three posts for the week of pictures or video for those to relate to. Yes, with the story. Yes. Yes, with the significance and story behind it, right? Um, good. Thank you for reminding me. I knew I knew it was something like that. Make sure you guys are on live, right? Because then you can ask questions. Because uh, starting tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'll open it up at the end for Q and A. Also, if you guys want to post in the group with maybe some specific questions that you might have, uh, that maybe you came into the challenge having these questions, you can put them in the group at any time. And if they're not something that I'm going to cover in a lecture then I'll make a video or post and answer it for you. Remember that once this is done, all the lectures will remain in the group. You'll have lifetime access to the Facebook group as long as you don't delete your Facebook or Facebook deletes yours like they did to my first one. Uh, um, And anything else, if I do anything additional, I'll put it in the group too. And then you guys can always come back here and find role play partners and accountability partners because a lot of times people will stay active in the group even after it's done, okay? If you guys do know anybody else, who would want to do the challenge. I'm going to leave it open. I think another day or two for people to register. I think if the link is still active, they can sign up. So if you have friends or family or anyone else that you want on here, um, send it to them, have them sign up. All right, cool. So I'm going to keep reposting this link every day. If you want to save this Zoom link, this is the same link we're going to use all week for the calls. Um, But I'll be posting it every day, probably like five or 10 minutes before the actual call at 12 Eastern. And we'll go starting tomorrow all the way through Friday we'll go from 12 to one. And if we have to stay a little bit longer, uh, we will. All right. See you guys.